Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. One of my favorite parts about this job is the collaboration I get to have with other professionals around the sleep field, like nutrition. Y'all, today, Casey Barnes of Mama Knows Nutrition is chatting with us about making positive restaurant choices with your children. But also, just take a deep breath, because we definitely have all been to Chewy's and had our children just eat chips for lunch and be okay with it because we got to enjoy time with friends. So there is a fine balance and stick around to the end of the episode conversation with Casey because we talk about how you can make dinner time way less stressful. Sometimes we choose to go out to eat because it's just easy or it is, you know, a fun decision because we don't have anything in our fridge or our pantry. Well, Casey shares with us a new way to help you make dinner time way less stressful and maybe take a little less eating out if that's been a situation in your family. Enjoy my conversation with Casey. And if you have a guest that you would love to hear on the podcast, I want to know, would you shoot us an email support? at littlezsleep.com. I want to hear your thoughts. Enjoy this episode with Casey Barnes. Welcome back, Casey, to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you on today. And now that I said welcome back, I'm like, you've been on the podcast before, right? Because I feel like I just, <laughs> I've just i just been chatting with you forever. And I'm like, I can't even remember. I'll have to put it in the show notes. But welcome. I'm just so yes. excited to have you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I have been here before, but it's been a while. So I'll forgive your memory on that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally was like, oh no, I'm word vomiting. You know, when you say things, you're like, can't get it back. <laughs> Although all the time. Yeah, yes. This is recording, so I could have just edited it, but that's okay. Um, you know, that's fine. So I'm super happy to have you here. We were going to talk about one thing. We were going to talk about um, weight percentiles and um, kind of the concerns that parents have around knowing their child's like weight percentage or um, their, their growth charts, things like that. And then you did an Instagram post on going out to eat with your kid. And I was like, boom, that's what we want to talk about. So you are going to be providing that topic, that um, weight percentiles and kind of understand breaking that down for parents inside of our sleep society as a bonus guest video. But today I'm super pumped to talk about restaurant choices because that's a struggle. Yes, I think it's so, I get so many questions on this and that's why I put together a blog post to say, these are the things that I choose when we go out to eat because it, it really is overwhelming, especially I think as a first time mom, when you're doing it for the first time. Oh, definitely. And we, after usually like our family will do maybe one, maybe twice if we're feeling like really special that week, we'll go out to dinner. And usually it is something like um, Chewy's or we have, our favorite is Cava, which is like a Chipotle, but like Mediterranean, um, different, like, like most of the stuff is like counter service or like they bring it to you very quickly or there's food on the table that you can eat relatively quickly. We have not had a lot of success with like sit there and wait for a while um, unless we order appetizers, which I don't like to do with my family because it's just like unnecessary money. But yes, I totally agree. I mean, what I usually try and do if I'm really on top of things is I'll look at the menu before we go, maybe if we're in the car on the way there and I'll or already have ready what we're going to order. So as soon as we sit down, like I'm not ordering drinks, I'm ordering everything so that they can get it out ASAP. Casey Barnes means business. <laughs> this is not leisure. This is. This Lest is, you think this is a treat, everybody. <laughs> 
I know it's, you know, for our girls and I feel like I'm trying to transition out of like, Hey, we just need a quick hit to more like, let's sit here and learn how to enjoy eating at a restaurant and we're getting there. And now, honestly, I think about it. We actually go out with friends more than we do just by ourselves, like maybe after church or like on a Friday night. And at those times, I feel like it's actually a little easier because the kids can at least like entertain themselves by coloring and things like that. But it really is a struggle when you sit down and you're like, okay, let me look at the kids meal. And you're like, fried, 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 <laughs> you know, and you're like, yes. don't, or, or maybe the only option is like grilled chicken nuggets. And you're like, my kid doesn't even really like chicken. Like, you know, it's just this, or they they may eat it. They may not, who knows what's going to happen. And so there definitely is such a huge struggle when you're looking at the kid's menu. And I think the first thing I want to know about is like, I want to get inside your brain. When you go into a restaurant, whether it is the quick hit at Chipotle or whether it is to sit down and you take a look at the kid's menu or should you not take a look at the kid's menu, what's the first thing that's going through your brain as a registered dietitian? Yeah, it's funny because my brother is a chef and I'll talk to him about this sometimes because where he's coming from as the one who's making the menu is so different from where I'm coming from wanting a nutritious meal for my kids. So I laughed when you're saying like fried, 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 because I have seen menus where it's like you can have grilled cheese with a side of mac and cheese and French fries. And you're like, what? That's not a real meal. So <laughs> when I go in, I'm usually looking for, I will look at the kid's menu and see what's on it. I mean, it also gets tricky when you have a picky eater. Like my son, Teddy is my picky one. So for him, I'm more just looking, is there something he will eat? But if I'm looking at the nutritional value, I'm usually looking more towards a meal that I can split with my little one or sides that I can order for them because usually you can find a healthier option that way than just going to the kid's menu that has just chicken fingers and maybe cheeseburger and that kind of stuff. Oh, definitely. It is a carb and cheese laden menu, <laughs> generally speaking. And Right. And that's what kids like. And I also say to parents, if you go out very infrequently, do not stress about the nutritional quality of their meal. Focus more on enjoying the experience because to your point, you do want them to be able to learn how to go out and behave. And if it's going to be this huge power struggle about what they're eating, you really are not going to have a good time. Right. Oh yeah. No. And it's not the point of going out to eat. That really is normally something that is like, this is, you know, this is kind of a big deal. We're going to go out as family. I mean, generally speaking, when you take your toddlers, preschoolers and young children to a restaurant, that's not something you choose very often. And so <laughs> willingly maybe. And so it is something that, you know, we want to be able to instill in them, like how we do this. Like also here's how we eat. And so maybe if your battle is table manners versus what you're going to eat and you want to focus on table manners that day, then by all means have the chicken fingers and the mac and cheese, you know? Um, yes, but definitely. So I want to go through, cause in your blog post, you gave some great, like this or that examples of different restaurants that you would go through. So let's kind of start with the one example I shared with like Chipotle. What do okay. you look for when you go to like a fast Mexican type place like that? What are you looking for? That's going to bring, you know, you're going to uh, help with the picky eating, but also not be just like emptiness on their plate. 
Yes, I love that emptiness on their plate. So I'm usually looking to balance the um, macronutrients. So what I mean by that is I'm looking for a protein, I'm looking for a carb, and I'm looking for a fruit or a vegetable for them. So if I go somewhere like Chipotle, then I'm going to say, okay, what protein are they going to eat? Even if it's not the meat, would they maybe have beans or cheese? So I'm going to pick one of those. Then I'm going to say, what's the carb? So there you can just get rice or tortilla, which is perfect for them. And then is there a veggie or a fruit? And I love that Chipotle does have a fruit option for kids in the kids menu. So I, I really love the build your own type of places because usually you can get like a side of not, not there. You can't just get plain avocado, but some places probably like, um, a salad kind of place, or maybe I don't know about kava, but you could do just hummus with, um, with a pita or something like that. So I really try to have at least one representative of each of those categories on the plate for them. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And it breaks it down super easy to say, okay, protein, carb, fruit or veggie kind of thing. And um, what I love about places like Chipotle, sometimes, um, and for us, it's kava, like I'll hold them up um, and be like, do you want that or that? And sometimes you'd be like, oh, I want the corn. I'm like, you do? Okay. You know? <laughs> yes. I, I like being able to give them the choices, especially. And like for our toddlers, I really don't like going into a restaurant and saying to them, what do you want? Because that is usually just in general when we're serving them. I don't like to ask them, what do you want? Because they are going to say, oh, I just want tortilla chips. And then you're going to have a lot harder of a time getting them to branch out. But like if you're holding them up and saying, would you like this or this, they chose something that you didn't say. But in that case, you're like, yeah, sure. But I didn't even think you would want that. So getting them involved with it, with it but not giving them total control over it. Yeah. I actually have been very well known by my husband to like not read the full menu to them. Like I'll have the kids menu in front of me and I'm like, I'm not reading the pretzels and cheese poppers. Like we're going to either get this or this. Um, and I think, and, and I teach that in our sleep stuff too, that having just limited choices. And I know you share this too, that like limited choices is so crucial. It doesn't mean that you're like uh, restricting them. You're just helping them get, gain some freedom and kind of gain that independence in like making their own decision within boundaries. Exactly. It's all about having those boundaries in place and then giving them an a age-appropriate amount of decision-making within that. But I even think of myself, like if I go to an ice cream store that has 50 flavors, I feel overwhelmed and it's hard for me to choose. Like I, I think that having just those couple options for anybody can be helpful. Yeah. So let's talk about splitting meals with your child, maybe not ordering off the kids menu, which if you want more examples, I'll put in the show notes, the blog that um, Casey wrote up all about just giving like literal different meal options that are a little bit more, um, you know, healthy-ish or maybe a better choice at these different restaurants. That was a great blog post. So I'll link that in the show notes, but let's talk about ordering meals to split. Um, I'm a huge fan of splitting meals. I mean, Chad and I do that all the time, but now we are in a phase of, you know, kind of ordering together and sharing things. So how do you work this when you go to like a, you know, I'm saying nicer, like, you know, chilies, you know, things like that, like a, a nicer, like sit down kind of place and ordering together as a family. What are some, some suggestions you have for us? 
Yeah, I really like doing that because usually the portions are big enough that we can share with our little ones. And this also really helps with food waste because a lot of times if we order them their own whole meal, they might eat a couple bites a lot of the time. And then you're like, I just spent several dollars on this whole meal that you didn't want. So I think for parents just knowing, okay, I'm going to choose something that has one component that I know my little one really likes. So maybe that's pasta with your meal and you know you can easily share that with your little one. The other stuff, you give them a bite or two, offer it to them to try. But I really love that from just like going in there, having lower expectations on them and not expecting them to sit down to like a full meal, being able to just share with you with what you're eating. And also it really is helpful just from the overall picky eating standpoint of them seeing the same foods that like being able to eat the same foods as you and not saying, oh, you have to eat something separate. You have to order from the kids menu. I'm going to order this type of food saying, oh, we can all eat the same foods. Definitely there. And I think you mentioned like ordering sides. That is such a, like a hidden secret that we tap into a lot. Um, and then asking like, Hey, don't put the spices on that. Or like, don't put pepper on the roasted Brussels sprouts or something like that. You know? Yes. I love that. I love doing that too. And even for babies, I like to do that and ask them not to put any salt on it for them. And even for a toddler, you can ask them not to season it. But um, yeah, just having like that plain side is so helpful and cheaper than buying a whole meal. What are some of your favorites that you guys will go We definitely, the girls are into Caesar salad right now. They're into Caesar salad. They're into actually any salad that has croutons. Let's just be honest. (laughs) Any salad that has croutons, they will eat that. Um, Ellie devours Brussels sprouts like they're candy and I'm like all for it. Um, So go for it, girl. Um, (laughs) But you know, there's so many places that like fry the Brussels sprouts, which I love. And I'm like, well, we can't, let's not order that. (laughs) Let's get that salad. Um, I would rather the Caesar salad dressing than fried Brussels sprouts. Maybe that kind of thing. But yeah, we definitely are into splitting. Um, The girls normally split a kid's menu item. And I know I've talked to you about this. Like I'm weird when it comes to food. Like I'm very weirdly in tune with like options and what I've eaten that day. Like when we were hopping on this call, I had a piece of avocado toast. So I'm that bizarre that like later today, this is probably a mental thing I need to work on. But like, I just will not eat more, oh, more bread today. I'm like, I already had a piece of toast. I can't have more bread today. <laughs> like, it's just how my mind works. I'm so weird. But um, it definitely, like for my children, I don't ever talk about that in front of them because that's my own weirdness that I don't want them to inherit. But I definitely try to find ways that like we can split things. They can share things. So even when we do go to like Chewy's, um, and I know they're going to devour chips uh, and not even eat the salsa. They're just going to devour chips all after, you know, for that entire time. Uh, we'll try to order like a chicken taco with like no cheese or something because they've maybe had cheese dip, like things that I'm just trying to balance out for them. Um, yeah. But they definitely do a good job. I can't complain about their eating skills, but salads and sides are like, they do like that. And I'm thankful. However long this will last, I'm all for it. Yes. I I really love that. And a lot of times the sides are not mixed foods and a lot of young kids have trouble with mixed textures within a dish. So I like that you can just get one food and not have it all mixed together. And also just even it being on its own plate, a lot of kids do better with that as well. 
Yeah. And what I like about um, ordering side salads is that they are smaller and they can normally like, then they'll bring the little side plates and they think they are so special to get their own little plate of salad. <laughs> like they just think that's the coolest thing. And so we are definitely in that. I don't know how, again, they've not always been into salad, but right now they are, as long as there's croutons, a couple of croutons in there, like they will eat it up. So <laughs> that's what I, I definitely throw a bag of croutons in my grocery basket now because I've like, actually had a lot of parents tell me that croutons have been the path to salad for their family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, I love croutons, but yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're bread. So yeah. Um, but I, I like that take on splitting meals with your child. And then I think above all of this, you know, it doesn't matter if you are splitting meals or if you're choosing off the kids menu, like weigh it with how often are you going out? And is this something if you mentally struggle with um, you know, just the capacity of things that you have on your plate as a mom throughout the day. Like, is it really worth the battle of, you know, trying to get them to eat something that they're probably not going to eat, that they would rather enjoy something. So you could sit down and enjoy something, you know, that's totally a fine line here. Yes, I totally agree. I say the one time to if you're eating out very frequently or maybe you're on a vacation and honestly, you're just worried about them getting constipated, then I would try and push those fruits and veggies if you can, when you're out. But otherwise, yeah, I'd rather it just be an enjoyable experience for you and know that like this is one meal out of what, seven times three, wait, yeah, seven times three, 21. <laughs> Math, it's hard, <laughs> but <laughs> of the week and it's, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, totally. I think, okay, that was such a good bonus tip. Would you explain that again about going on vacation? Because raising my hand, been there, like Hattie is our constipation queen. She's going to hate this. So one day when she's <laughs> constipation queen, but she is like when we go on vacation, she's three now, so that's fine. Um, but when we go on vacation, like that is her. So explain that. What are you saying? Push things? Yeah. A lot of times when we go on vacation, our diet is going to be a, a lot different than it is at home. And a big part of that is you're usually not eating as many fruits or vegetables and the water con like you're not always drinking as much water as you are at home. I find when you're out on vacation. So making sure that water is a priority, but then also really pushing those fruits and veggies, even if it's juice, like having um, a glass of juice with a meal is going to help with that constipation as well. Especially, I mean, usually prune juice is not the most tasty thing, but apple juice is great for that as well. So if you're like, there's not really any options on the menu of fruits or veggies that I know that they're going to eat, maybe there's apple juice. And just keeping that in mind when you're on vacation to try and keep a mental check of like, did we have fruits and veggies today? Because a lot of times on vacations, I feel like it's like pancakes for breakfast and then, you know, just yeah. fun stuff. Oh yeah. All the fun things. And we, yeah. and we ourselves like don't, you know, we, we, you may get into that, but, um, that's a good, that's a, just a good all around like family tip. Um, and that's helpful for spring and summer. It's a lot easier in those times to like be packing on the fruits and things like that. Um, but that's a great tip. Okay. So, uh, a, a side note on that. What about like bringing, you know, like <laughs> bring your own fruit cup or things like that. Um, you know, I'm sure that there are listeners out there. They're like, yeah, that's great. You know, restaurants may not have that, but I just bring my own. Have you ever done that before? Yeah, totally. I mean, 
with my kids getting older, I'd say less so, but especially when they're babies, I would be bringing my own things. And there's really nothing wrong with having to do that. If that's going to bring you the peace and calm and knowing that you have that option for them there. And I think most of the times restaurants don't mind when you do that for a kid. Oh yeah, probably not at all. Um, well, definitely the biggest thing that we choose, one of the biggest reasons that our family chooses to go out to eat sometimes that second or third time throughout the week is usually because I'm running short on time. I, you know, I, I maybe forgot to fully meal plan for this week. And there are definitely times where we just seek like the grocery store next door to go grab a quick meal. And we're usually going to pay more for that because it's like a pre-made thing. And that's just the case with restaurants in general. But you have recently come out with a guide that really helps families meal plan. I mean, you just said, you know, yes, we eat 21 meals you know, throughout the entire course of a week, they're not all dinner meals, but you've just come out with a fantastic dinner time guide. Tell us about it. Yes. Thank you. It's called the dinner time survival guide and it's set up as a six week meal plan with healthy kid-friendly, toddler-friendly weeknight meals that you can make in only 15 minutes. This is no prep ahead. You're not, you know, having to do a weekend prep session. This is literally just you saying, oh shoot, it's dinner time. What are we going to do? And then within 15 minutes, you can have something on the table. And I really aim to make this like practical so that I mean, 15 minutes, how much more practical does it get than that? But there's no crazy ingredients that you need to get. It's all stuff you can get at your regular grocery store. And I'm hearing so much good feedback from moms who are saying, thank you. I was so stressed before about our weeknight dinners and knowing that I wanted to give my kids healthier options, but I didn't have the time or energy or whatever. And I even just think about myself when I was postpartum and how helpful something like this would be or a grandparent or a babysitter is taking care of dinner. So all of those times, it's just um, really nice to have something to know that you can do it quick and it can still be healthy. Oh yeah. And I'm a huge visual person, which is exactly why your guide is so helpful for me because literally I can just scan through and be like, um, oh, I've got a rotisserie chicken in my fridge. There's a picture of a rotisserie chicken. What goes on with that? You know, you know, things that's like, it's all broken down with pictures. And I loved, you did a, um, uh, I know you're, you know, what is it? Shoot. Party hummus, hummus, party borders. Hummus, yes. hummus board. I was like, what are the words? Um, party hummus board or something like that. First of all, I love that. Like you could tell your kids, Hey, tonight we're having a party hummus board. They'd be like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> and I think that would be so fun for like our Friday movie nights. We've kind of gotten a rut of either like Trader Joe, Trader Joe's orange chicken or like frozen pizza. And I'm so sick of both of those. And so I saw the hummus board. I was like, that would be so fun. We could have like just a bunch of different. And actually my youngest doesn't like hummus, but that's okay. We can find another dip to go along with it. And um, that was such a great idea that was like, duh, what a fantastic, <laughs> like, what a fantastic thing to rotate in there. So what I love most about your guide is that it really is, it's pictures. And y'all, if you like, like visuals and you don't really even want to like read stuff, like great, just look at the pictures. <laughs> See, <laughs> yes. Put them together. You can't go wrong. Exactly. Yes. I wanted it to be as easy as possible. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm trying to follow a new recipe on a weeknight. I'm already like feeling crazy. And then I feel like I'm reading it over and over and over again and checking, do I have this ingredient? Do I have this ingredient? And so I wanted it to be simple, not too many ingredients, all that you can just look at. And even for grocery shopping purposes, to be able to just look at those things, I think it's really helpful. So I hope other moms appreciate it too. 
Yes. And actually Chad will appreciate it as well because in our family, Chad is the one who like normally cooks. And last night is a perfect example. I assumed, this is the way Becca's brain works. I assumed that um, the a baguette that we had bought for the week with our, our meal plan, I thought that went with like a soup that we had. But if there had been a picture where it was like, here are all these soup ingredients and there was no baguette, I wouldn't have used it. Well, I didn't know the last <laughs> night, this casserole, this breakfast casserole I'm making for dinner, the baguette was supposed to be sliced and put on the bottom. Like I didn't know that. And it's because I was like, oh, there'd been a picture of the baguette with the casserole, I would have saved it. And he was like, I couldn't, and he's a rule, like he's a rule follower, recipe follower, I'm not. So to share this, like, let's say you just printed out one of the pages in your meal plan and like stuck it on the fridge how you've just opened the world up to like, this is so much more helpful. Like, Hey, you know, my partner can help me with this because it's like five pictures. Just anybody could figure out how to like put it together. So definitely I think it's so user-friendly and especially for us who just are like swirling thoughts and like so much to do's in our brain. The last thing you want to be able to do is read an entire recipe or try to figure out what you're going to make with what you have in your fridge or pantry. So very well done. Casey Barnes really love it. Thank you. Yeah. When my husband looked at it and told my husband is not the cook in the family by any means, he's like scrambled eggs, mac and cheese. That's his wheelhouse. So when he looked at it and he's like, I think I could use this. Like when you're out of town, I, I was just in shock. <laughs> if you made it for anyone, it would just be for him. <laughs> Job well done. <laughs> I love that. Well, this was so helpful. And y'all, if you are interested in grabbing and looking at Casey's dinner time guide, scroll down in the show notes, tap that and tell us how we can connect more with you. I'm on Instagram at mama knows underscore nutrition. And I'm on there every single day, always giving helpful toddler picky eating and some baby tips thrown in there too. And then my website, mama knows nutrition.com. Yes. She really, she's not lying. You guys, she is always super helpful on Instagram. So go check her out for sure. If you have not already. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks Becca. It's always fun to chat with you. Y'all, I hope you enjoyed that episode and are feeling so much more confident and empowered about taking your children out to eat. In the show notes are all of those links that we talked about from Casey's blog to following her on Instagram and that dinnertime survival guide. I am so grateful for you guys being here. Definitely coming up is episode 100 and we're so excited about this. You are absolutely going to want to make sure you've subscribed to this podcast because there is a lot of fun happening on that Thursday. So all you need to do, if you are on the podcast, uh, Apple podcast app, just hit that purple subscribe button. I honestly don't know how to do that on other platforms, but I'm sure you can figure it out and find it. <laughs> and if not, then maybe just set a calendar reminder for Thursday mornings to check the Little Z's Sleep Podcast. Episode 100 is going to be really great. And I'm really biting my tongue to not tell you about some of the fun things that's going to happen, but just stay tuned because believe me, it's going to be good. All right, y'all. We also are super excited to share with you that we made our YouTube debut yesterday. If you head on over to YouTube and search Little Z Sleep, you'll find us. We are absolutely pumped to bring you weekly videos. You can already binge on three of the hottest topics that I tend to talk about. And I'm looking forward to continuing the sleep love over on YouTube. If you love the podcast and you love following me on Instagram, then you're going to like extra love our YouTube channel. So I'll see you over there and sweet dreams. See you next time.